Good afternoon, good evening, and good tomorrow. Welcome back, gang. Episode three, should we date? Should we date? Maybe. Probably. <laughs> um, today we have on our first guest. We do. Who Who is it, Em? Uh, one of my really good friends from high school. So they are coming on today. Please note the word they. Yes. Um, and we're excited to yeah chat with them today for a little while. Yeah, it should be exciting. Let's get into it. Okay. Cool. Alrighty. Welcome, India, to Should We Date, episode three. Yeah. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I know. We pre-planned she was a guest months ago. So keen to have you on. Yes, I, I do recall being asked months ago and here we are here we are here they are <laughs> so Indo, how's lockdown going look it is a bitch all um, the lockdowns like yes. how's all of the lockdowns yes. going well lockdown one mm. i was straight depressed yes and a woman <laughs> Here we are, lockdown six. Yeah. Still depressed, not yeah. gonna lie. Consistency, <laughs> we love it, we love it. But bitch is non binary and gay as fuck. We love it, we love it. We so, love to hear that. I know, it's so fun. So, we wanted to chat to you a bit about your journey and figuring out your gender and sexual identity. Uh-huh. So, let's kick off with non-binary how did that how did that happen how did that work for you and what was the sort of the process in figuring that out well to be honest i think you have to begin at the gay okay we'll kick off with the gay yeah well i have just the most cheesiest most gen z realization story in the history of mankind and it's just an embarrassment (laughs) but you know let's put it out there for the whole internet okay i was in lockdown one and i had always felt very off about attraction to men but like I could never put my finger on what it was to be fair same straight person same speaking to all these straight people in my lives like that's the that's the words you get from everyone like I voiced oh I feel a bit off about this and people were like fuck yeah men are disgusting (laughs) and I was like Emily's like (laughs) biggest slogan the way I feel is the same as everyone else um but you know I just I did the thing and I downloaded TikTok and TikTok realized I was gay within 0.5 of a second. Wow! <laughs> oh my god! That is very gentle. That happened to my friend too, yeah. actually. It's and happened my, to so yeah, many and people. then my friend um yeah was showing me all these TikToks about like just all these girls that she was really attracted to and I was like, hey dude, do you yeah. reckon you're less? And she was like, no, no, like always straight and everything. And I was like, well, that's fine because like I'm also bi, like. Yeah. Like, it's open conversation, safe space. Totally. Yeah. And we knew a few of my other friends that are bi as well, so it's, like, super safe space. And then I think, like, three months later, they told me that they were on Hinge, only on the girls. And I was yes! like, fuck yes! <laughs> I love that. Fuck yes. That's, That's so, so good. Yeah. No, nah, it's actually... Like, when you do get on there on this weird side of TikTok, there's so many people in the past year who really? realised that they were gay that's through awesome. fucking TikTok. Like, that's that algorithm. That's, come out of, that's the best that's come out of TikTok. Yeah, oh it my is. God. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So Wait, so walk me through these TikToks. I haven't ventured that far. You know? yes. <laughs> give, me, give me some more I think that's because you're straight, love. <laughs> <laughs> I think for quite a few, on probably I reckon a year of my life before that, in my head, I had told myself I was bisexual, okay. but I'd never said it out loud to anyone. Yeah. And like, didn't probably believe it myself in a way I like, could only say it in my head. I could never say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because it just didn't resonate. Like it didn't actually, it, well, it wasn't correct in the yeah. end. Like, um, and then, yeah, one night I just like, 
He was like, oh, shit, I'm so gay. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And I think just, like, um, one, oh, of the, shit. Yeah. <laughs> one of the bigger things for me is, like, I think I really, what I saw on TikTok was a whole platform of people who maybe looked like me or looked feminine or just didn't look like fucking Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's such a stereotype. Stereotype. You're like, so you right, can look actually. like all these things and still be lesbian. Yeah. You can still be gay. And, mm-hmm. like, that was just news to me. Like, I just yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. And so that's, honestly, it was the representation that TikTok provided, which yeah. is so ridiculous, that's but that's what no, it was. Yeah. Also, sexuality like... is such a spectrum. Yeah. Like, that's the thing yeah, I learned. Like, people are, like, 99 to 1 or, like, 50-50. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, bisexual yeah. doesn't mean the same thing for everyone. Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. It's really interesting how it can, like, vary. And I think everyone's just becoming more accepting of all this stuff now. What makes me sad is that it seems like it's more of a open conversation for girls rather than guys. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I just found out the other day one of my friend's friends, um, like, who's a dude, is bi. And they're like, oh, they're not really telling that many people. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, um, not many people, like, fully understand it or, like, girls don't totally. want to date guys that are bi. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, that frustrates me so much, angers me. It would be such a hard yeah. thing to do. And I think it's male. about toxic masculinity. Yeah. But guys, like, it's, like, even in, like, the movies, like, the skits and stuff you yeah. see online, it's, like, guys will, like, hug each other and be, like, but no homo. Like, no I homo. Know. And I'm, like, who gives a fuck? Just, so like, hug yeah. your best friend. Like, it's just, you're totally right. It's just not a thing. But also, like, and this is, I think, a thing that guys say to me a lot, is they're, like, girls are so chill with, like, kissing their friends. It's, like, Having not a big deal. With them. Yeah, but it's yeah. not, like, girls can have close relationships without it being, like, intimate and, like, a threat, threat to your sexuality. But guys are, like... Like, two guys would never just kiss out of the blue. You know what I mean? It's just, like, such a different experience, which is so random. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So how did you go about, like, telling people? Who did you sort of let know first about your sexuality? Yeah. So I, very different to most people coming out, I, like, was in lockdown, so it was just with my family. I was living at home. Mm -hmm. Um, And within a couple of days of me realizing my mum was just like what's up with you like you have just been behaving really weird really yeah um and then I just like broke down crying I was like oh, oh my god like I like you closed yourself off and everything. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um and like sometimes I regret that because the language I definitely went with was like I think I'm gay because okay. I was still working through it yeah. yeah um but I think that that maybe is something for a while that my mum held on to was like the think You're part so of that right. whereas mm-hmm. it, like it was 100 percent. yes but like yeah my language at that time was still really fresh and so yeah as, so you think she was sort of hanging on to the possibility of like maybe it's like a phase yes. maybe like you know yeah. the typical shit that people come up with yeah okay. but i mean still like she was super supportive like and it was definitely like like there was no negative there at all and That's good. most especially with my brother and my dad they were just like dad was literally like Oh, and then just like gave me a big hug. He was like, sick. Like, that's awesome. Oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. And my brother was hilarious. He literally just looked at me and was like, yeah, I know. spent the day with me down at the park playing basketball wearing like men's trackies and men's t-shirts like oh, what? my girlfriend doesn't do that with me and i was like 
Good point, Spills Meg. Like a really big stereotype. Yeah. Like, you're not wrong. Yeah. Right <laughs> it's worked out in the end. You are correct, sir. I feel like you've had moments, though, since sort of coming out that you've looked back and been like, okay, hold on. So many. Like, like that equals yeah. lesbian. That's making sense. Yeah. You know. Oh, there's just like, there's just too many to count. Like, my biggest one is like, I just spent my whole childhood years being like, I just want a big sister. Like, I just thought all I wanted in my life was a big sister yeah. who, like, loved me. But, like, I wanted a girlfriend, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a hot, older girl to be in love with me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Face closed. <laughs> that was it. That's so cute. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. I love that. That yeah. is so cringe. <laughs> Um, oh my god yeah. yeah there's so many of those moments I love that so you feel pretty comfortable with your sexuality at this point now well to be honest like um as we've alluded to my pronouns are they them yes. so I'm non-binary um which pronouns don't equal gender um but for me I am non-binary and those are my pronouns love um it. but I now going into this like sort of gender spectrum I am a bit more in a way, like, re-figuring out my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm I'm realising how much the gender binary, like, I don't really want it to exist in my life in the way that it exists in society. And so, like, I never want someone to, like, walk down the street and assume that I'm a woman or assume that I'm a man. So, like, I don't really want to do that to other people. So, in mm-hmm. by labelling myself, like, a lesbian, I'm, say- I'm saying I'm attracted to non-men. But, like, that might not actually be correct. Like, I've watched TV shows now where, like, I've been attracted to men more specifically they've been trans men but like they're men yeah um and so what i've been saying nowadays is that i'm just queer for queer so like i love that oh okay i'm queer and i'm into other people who are queer and understand that experience yes totally yeah so this is something we we had written down to talk to you about and saying Mm -hmm. so if you identify as Mm non-binary lesbian has traditionally meant female into another female Mm -hmm. so then how does that work although that terminology is a bit outdated like lesbian is um, a non-man attracted to non-men. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, okay. So, yeah, I think if you spoke to most people, that would be the, like, terminology that most people would use these days. Um, but even so, I'm sort of realising that maybe that's not necessarily mm-hmm. where I fit either because I, yeah. I think I am open to, in a way that I wasn't open to a year ago, but I'm mm-hmm. more open to exploring attraction to men now. Really? But, like, Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> individuals like yeah yeah which again like I I do also struggle with that conversation because I'm like am I like in saying that I would date a trans man am I invalidating that experience because I'm almost saying like well they used to be a woman so like I'll still date them like it feels extremely invalidating okay yeah so that's why I have struggled with it but I think that yeah the like the more I have broken down my walls of gender the more I realize like maybe I would date a bi man and like I just don't think that gender is a thing for me anymore I love that and I, I love I'm that. just looking to date people who probably exist around the same yeah wavelengths. yeah that's amazing so yeah. next question thoughts on gender reveal parties <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this a bit yeah it's really interesting well I mean my thoughts I mean, are that I should reveal, have one gender reveal parties just fucking trash like yeah but a lot of people do them. Yeah. So like, it's like a big money maker for a lot of big influencers. It's, it's like a really, really yeah. big market, mm-hmm. honestly. Well, like, yeah, I mean... Wait, did you just say you think you should have one? Yeah, I think I should have one, like, tomorrow. Like, I'm <laughs> 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 I'm like, 
Put a big ass balloon, have some pebble and yellow fly out of their shit. Hold like, on. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> I um, yeah, no, look, I just think it's bullshit, but like, you know, I, I'm obviously on quite a left side of yes. where gender sits in this world. I feel so. like that I surround myself with people that are on the same left mm. side of yeah. things because everyone has the same ideas and thoughts yeah. towards that. I think so. I think that I'm friends with and have in my yeah. circle yeah. and follow on Instagram. And, and like, I think the thing I hate most about gender reveal parties is that they're designed to have your friends then dictate what gifts they're going to give you. Yeah. And I'm like, That's so true. if I have a boy, like, best you believe he's wearing a skirt. Yeah. Best you believe he's going to be yeah. getting around in his Elsa dress. Yeah. And also, it. he's going to get some overalls and some trucks. Like, things in this world are just, like, not meant to be gendered. Yeah. And, like, I know that the way that I think this ne- next generation raises their kids will be different. And, really? like, as each generation moves exactly. on and on. yeah. But I think that's, for me, the biggest thing with gender reveal yeah. parties is, like, it's, like, literally saying, oh, we know the gender, so now you can choose what gift you're going to get. Yeah, yeah, you can get her, you can figure like, out like a princess or yeah. something rather than, like, a... Yeah, exactly. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, wow. Paint that's the wall so pink. Yeah, paint the wall pink. <laughs> yeah. Paint it fucking yellow, bitches. Let's yeah. get some gender-neutral shit on there. No, I feel like I'm just going to paint the wall which color is my favorite color at the at time. time so if i'm obsessed with lilac it's gonna be lilac yeah. if i'm obsessed obsessed with like ivory it's gonna be ivory yeah. i don't think i'm gonna paint the wall you think it's gonna stay <laughs> <laughs> going like, this is it's- radical <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so speaking about non-binary how did you go with the pronouns thing so mm-hmm. we were talking about this earlier halsey has come out and said that her pronouns are she, she they mm-hmm. so how does that fit with you like do you ever do you like how Oh, yeah. I'm explain this well. Like, obviously, it's a spectrum. So, like, sort it of, what's is, yeah. your approach to it? How have people accepted you with it? Like, it's obviously yeah. really, really varied for everyone. So, figuring out my gender identity was, in some ways, quicker and easier than figuring out my sexuality because it was almost like as soon as I accepted my sexuality, it was like this thing knocking on the door, being like, "Hey, you like, know how you thought that those feelings were going to be all resolved with realizing you're gay." no bitch (laughs) um so like uh, even when I realized I was gay like there were still these feelings in me that I that weren't right and I was pretty quick to sort of figure out that like the way I felt about my body and things weren't the way other people felt about their body and Mm -hmm. I think I think that was quite a shock initially like I definitely experienced a lot of gender dysphoria in my body and like um there are days where I have like quite a hard time looking at myself in the mirror and like not seeing like the body that I expect to see it's often is quite feminine mm-hmm. um so I think realizing that my friends didn't feel that way about their bodies was like quite a like that's a pretty black and white moment like yeah. you know when you say to your friends like don't you just want to chop off your tits and they're like no yeah <laughs> I don't have that so, um yeah no I yeah. I, I think like the sexuality thing I think people are starting to be more accepting of like I think our parents generation yeah. is a lot more accepting and understanding of yeah. like I'm yeah. into girls I'm into guys I'm into this whatever totally explaining th- to people over 50 hey I'm gay like it's actually it's not even an explanation people are like okay cool got like, it yeah it's like they have questions but it's not they understand what the word is that you're saying mm-hmm. yeah Um. in terms of my pronouns like that was quite a journey I think the thing I struggled with the most is when I came out as gay nothing changed in terms of the way other people had to talk to me or like the only thing that's changing is maybe, like, if they're asking me about having a boyfriend, well, now they're... Well, honestly, most people just don't ask now. But we'd yeah. like them to just start asking me about having girlfriends. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, so instead, with pronouns, 
I'm asking people to change the way they address me. And Mm -hmm. that for me was a huge struggle of like worrying about putting too much pressure on other people and being such a burden. And like, I, you know, grappled with those emotions for a long time. And even like, I reckon there was one week in the very beginning where I was like, it was the first time I ever said to my friends um, that I'd like to try using different pronouns. And I said like, I'd like to try using she, they. but even like within like two hours of that, I was like, no, like I, really? my pronouns are they, them. Like this, like yeah. the euphoria I feel, mm-hmm. I, I can remember those moments, like in those first days where it was just like the happiest feeling in the world to be addressed, like in a way that actually felt like me. Yeah. And so it was pretty quick for me to realize like, yes, this is correct, mm-hmm. but it was actually then navigating, implementing that into my life. So yeah. I had... I was really, really lucky to have a super supportive friend group who, um, like, I initiated that with. And so there was three of them, and they all lived in the same house together. So when I went there and I was there off quite a lot, they, the agreement was, like, we'd all use they, them pronouns for me in the house, but yeah. I wasn't ready for that to leave the house yet. Okay, so you it was, like, stepping Yeah, it was, like, yeah, stepping up. Um, and so that was just, like, such happiness for me, which yeah. was, like, amazing. And I think... The thing that was interesting is a lot of the time I think I think they thought my concerns with bringing it out of the house was like, you know, it's okay if you're not right. Like, it's okay if, like, mm-hmm. you want to change it. And, like, I just always, like, I was like, I know, like, I know that this is right. Like, Which I is know. scarier yeah. as well. You're like, yeah. I know this is 100% what's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm just terrified of having to actually ask people to mm-hmm. do it. And it's it's so much harder when people misgender you after you've explained to them like after you've had a two-hour conversation of like this is who I am this is how I feel and this is what I need from you and then when they continue to misgender you that hurts so much more than when they're just misgendering you without them knowing so like yeah that's like your intent like you have intentionality behind that exactly obviously Obviously people make mistakes which I would say like from like somebody who's been your friend through this Mm -hmm. you've been very very as you said, sort of receptive and like lacked. Like, I don't care if you make a mistake, mm. try your best. And so if somebody misgenders you, you've never once been like, no. you are like, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. not like that at all, which is yeah. great. But it's also like, you deserve to have people give the same respect back to you as yeah. well, which I feel like, yeah, based on what you're saying, you sort of struggled with that yeah. a little bit at the start maybe. And like, even though we do have these celebrities coming out and you um, changing their pronouns publicly, like, you know, Sam Smith and Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. like they all use their them pronouns, which is like, awesome to see that being publicized more but like for me Demi Lovato came out probably about the week that I was planning on coming out to my parents yeah um as being non-binary and there was a double-edged sword to that because part of it was amazing because it had that publicity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then um like it was really hard not to click on the comments of all those posts and like there was also like I think quite a few steps back for me in seeing the internet's reaction to that it was like honestly I feel yeah. nasty yeah I felt like I didn't see that much of the negative side of it with Demi yeah um but I think because I didn't click I only saw I think the, like, that's the thing like it was hard things. to not yeah um, I didn't go in and really yeah. read it like and obviously it was self-sabotaging behavior yeah. in terms of like I went in looking at those looking, comments to yeah. find them and I I could feel myself doing it and go you know I need to get off this but like yeah. I just couldn't at the same time yeah yeah i saw something on uh, tiktok no it was on reels actually you always yell at that's me when worse. i say tiktok that's worse i know you always yell at me. um Ugh. but it was saying <laughs> you're a tiktok snob 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I love Instagram reels. I will like just maybe they like realize they were lesbian on the basis of TikTok. Yeah, like, exactly. Of you should be. <laughs> TikTok is Stop. my best friend. <laughs> oh my gosh. And my therapist. Yeah. True. I hear that a lot. Um, But I saw somebody who identified as non-binary and they were Mm. saying, they were kind of like getting on this like rant and I kind of, I loved it, but they were like, you need to stop saying that these are my preferred pronouns. You Mm. need to say that these are my pronouns so people don't feel like they have a choice and they don't feel like it's, it's like lofty, it's whatever. It's like, this is how I want to be You don't mind if they do whatever they feel. Yeah, like if if you're comfortable address me properly but if you're uncomfortable yeah. like, the, it's like, like I wouldn't no, call you, need... you like Sarah your fucking name's Emily yeah it's, that's yeah. why it's so stupid I mean, like don't fucking they're the same name <laughs> white girl basically yeah. <laughs> we hate it but do you know what I mean it's like you shouldn't yeah. refer to people because yeah. you're uncomfortable or it doesn't mm-hmm. match them it's just like I think shitty. like at the beginning for me like I remember having a conversation with my friend um who was really supportive in me in sort of just like kicking me out the ass and being like clearly you need to do this like you mm-hmm. need to come out and figure yourself out um and yeah I remember having conversations with her in the beginning where I was like it doesn't hurt when people call me she her it just like feels really good when people use they them and <laughs> it like, just feels <laughs> exceptionally good when they refer to me properly and like it was interesting really like now I realized just how completely numbed out I was to my gender identity like I just like had gotten to this point where I was just completely numb at being referred to or being spoken about as a woman and then like now like when people use she her pronouns for me like that shit hurts yeah Mm. it's like and again like it hurt it doesn't hurt in a public setting when somebody doesn't know it's like it's bothersome but it's like whatever that's the assumption you're making about my identity but like shit that it hurts when it's someone you love like Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah. When like you've they, told them, especially. Yeah. yeah. It's like they don't even know you now. They don't yeah. even understand you. And you feel disconnected from them when it's yeah. like, I've known you my whole life. Or like, I'm, I know I feel close to you, but this is making us feel even more distant. Yeah. For that sure. sucks. Yeah. It is. It's tough. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> but I'm proud of you. You've done yes, so well. I know. Thank you. Yeah. And it's been a lot. Like, obviously, lockdown. It's not even that. You're like influencing people crazy. around you yeah. as well. Yeah. I mean, it's been like, um, I've definitely had quite a few people reach out, learn mm-hmm. in the experience of like me coming out and like not really perhaps knowing what non binary was before this. And like, yeah. just like also like all my friends who were already like aware people like a lot of them have really like I think the biggest thing that's changed in our friendship group is the way we assume people's agendas mm-hmm. yeah um so I think that's been a positive change that's amazing mm. um I know obviously we've unpacked like what non-binary means for you quite a bit mm. but do you um do you prefer to choose to present in a particular way like do you pre- prefer to present femme or masculine does it depend on the day like yeah. sort of how does that work for you it's something that I'm definitely still navigating and obviously being in lockdown for so long of this journey like I haven't really gotten to experience presenting out in public as much as I would have liked to I think where I'm at at the moment is like my ideal gender is like I want to look like a beautiful boy wearing a skirt yeah and like that's how I, I look, love you know? that but the thing is at the moment if I put on a skirt I just look like a girl and yeah. mm-hmm. that's really bothersome to me so I feel like I would love to explore maybe more traditional feminine clothing and hairstyles and accessories but at the moment it's not something I want to do because if I do that the assumption is that I'm female mm-hmm. and so 
for the time being like I am definitely much more masculine presenting but in a bit of a funner way like I tend to still enjoy quite a lot of pops of color and stuff mm-hmm. yeah um, like they have pink hair correct yes yeah, so I have a pink mullet so yeah, yeah this only, <laughs> only so dull I can get yeah um but yeah like I um wear a binder a lot of the time um because I have quite a problem with my boobs but, can you um, explain binder for people that yeah don't yeah um so a binder is a specific product made to like flatten your chest mm-hmm. as somebody anybody can wear a binder um no matter if you're cis or not but most people who wear them are not cis so non-binary or um a trans man will wear them sometimes as well um and yeah so it's just designed to flatten your chest and they do an excellent job of it it's actually so really? impressive really? like yeah no. no i saw it in the ruby rose music video have you seen uh, one of those no i haven't i should have We'll like it. We'll I'm like obsessed it. with that music yeah, video. I remember being in it. like year eleven and just constantly watching it and just drooling over it. it so it's, the music video really is about Ruby, uh, like dressed as a a femme, mm-hmm. and then taking off her makeup, like putting on some like boy clothes, like a flowy top, putting on the binder, and then just like screaming like "fuck you" to the camera, like looking yeah. super I masculine. I love that. That's really and cool. it was yeah, so hot. Like it tickled my like. Oh, so like a femme, <laughs> like a femme to masculine. Yeah, yeah. and I like I had a screenshot of that, and and like had it my um as my screensaver, and I think that was the moment for me being like am I attracted to like and like my gender as well and like yeah. pan people and like all these you know there's all these other things that totally. I was not aware of growing up at all like no. I went to an all girls school and it was like all the mm-hmm. girls are only into guys yeah and yeah so like, did we yeah. yeah and it was also like no one was you know bi or gay or, um or even trans and any of that wasn't like even spoken about really no, yeah really and like and if anyone was was in the closet like now a lot of people have come out as in well. the closet or ridiculed yeah exactly yeah. I remember yeah. there was like this one girl that um she was in the grade below us and she came out and I just heard as, talk as bi right. with someone else as well yeah. and um yeah, I just we the just things had, people say about yeah. you know, all girls school coming out as gay and I never told but. anyone that like I was bi because yeah. I was like I can hear what you're saying yeah. about yeah. that yeah that's what you were saying about yeah. the Facebook comments Absolutely. I don't want to fucking say anything yeah. about me now yeah I think yeah. one of the most interesting things myself coming out is I come from like a smaller town in regional mm. Victoria yeah. um so you know played a lot of footy netball growing up like did that weekend sport thing yeah highly gendered highly gendered weekend sport the girls Mm -hmm. wear a dress and look pretty and then we go and watch the boys play football you know yeah half of the girls are fake tan (laughs) this shit house yeah it's a lot and I think the biggest thing for me the hardship I had in coming out in that environment was I was coming out to people who I had regularly heard them use very horrible slurs about Mm. gay people and like I can remember the first year that we had a female football time, a team and I didn't play in that team. I played in the netball. But far out, the things that those women would say about that female football That's team. Really? Like, it was horrible. And within like, the club? Yeah, within the club. Like, the conversations. And, like, the thing is, not one of those people would remember that. Not one of those people would recall when they used the F slur in front of me or called someone a dyke in front of me like yeah. they don't recall those things because it's nonchalant to them but when you've got a little gay kid sitting in front of you who's yeah. in the closet like you remember it's that rough. yeah you have to be yeah. so and it careful. staggers when you come out as well because it's like you could have come out ages ago if you had a yeah. support supportive community around exactly you. yeah actually um interestingly about the time i came out or about the time i figured out that i was gay a few months earlier a kid i coached at the netball club 
she came out as gay as well. So mm. she would have been like 15 or 16. And watching her come out and the bravery to do that in that environment, like for me, it was like, holy shit, like if this kid can yeah, do it, like yeah. I have to be able to do it, you know? Yeah. Like, but at the same yeah. time, like I could see, I could see her support network that she had developed through her school connections and her social media that I followed because I was a coach. Um, also, I love TikTok, just wanted to watch the reels. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so it was a very interesting dynamic to observe that, but also to slowly over these years observe her withdrawing from the sport. She was a very talented young player and I she doesn't do a lot around the club anymore and that's really? fair enough. I, I, I left the club since I came out too. You really? know, like yeah. that's that not sucks. a place that a queer person wants to be, unfortunately. Yeah. Which I suppose sort of lends itself to why you spent so much more time in Melbourne and why mm. sort of this environment seems to be Absolutely. way more yeah, accepting of definitely you. Definitely found myself like having quite a difficult time being in regional Victoria after coming out. I mean, being gay was one thing, but like now my identity with my gender and the way I present, it's just like a very different thing than what you see down there. Yeah. So it's just like, it's people who don't get it and they can't understand it. Yeah. And so it's not a place you want to be, which sucks. Like, you know, sometimes I have thoughts of like wanting to change it and wanting to be there for those young queer kids who are coming up but then yeah. also like at some point I have to protect myself as Literally, well yeah you didn't have anyone there for you yeah. you know fundamentally like you had to figure and out and the more you put own. yourself in that situation the more it might harm you rather than do better yeah. for the community exactly absolutely so what is next for you Indo? well I'm counting down the days until I get to officially move to Melbourne instead of just Yay. driving up here all the time <laughs> um yeah so I'm finishing my nursing degree which is super exciting um and yeah, it's been interesting also seeing how nursing's gone with my gender identity. Um, yeah, when you were started, you were yeah, cis. When I started, I was cis, and at the start of this year, even I was still pretending to be cis at work because I was yeah. very afraid of how that would be perceived. Yeah. Um, I was actually really lucky to do a placement at a public hospital where it's so, it's so amazing what can make you feel safe because all it took at that public hospital was there's just a couple of posters that had the pride flag on them yes. and like yeah like and then my educator had a little pride lanyard on there um yeah you know keys and whatever and I don't I don't believe they were part of the LGBTQI plus community but maybe they were yeah but I think it was just more allyship Trying to show support love it and mm. just seeing that made me have the confidence to be like this is a oh, safe space amazing. for me to actually come out yeah. and so that was the first time I ever came out in a professional sense okay um and that place was like so amazing and like supportive and it was just fantastic I was really really surprised because it's something I really dreaded and like Mm -hmm. I'd really like spoken about a lot to my friends of like I can't even imagine being out at work ever in my lifetime and then all of a sudden I'd just done it like it was crazy you're like oh my gosh it happened so fast yeah but then also shatteringly like I've then gone back to a private hospital for my final placement Mm -hmm. and it's a private Catholic hospital and the vibes are just not the same. So like I've, I didn't want to take a step back. So like I continue to wear my they, them um, pronouns badge on my, yes. on my um, little yeah. name Beautiful. badge. We have yeah. a name badge. Um, so I continue to wear that, but yeah, there's certainly not been a single time in that whole time I've been there that they've used my pronouns. Despite me addressing it. Yeah. You have addressed it in your workplace? Yes, I have addressed it in the Catholic private sector. 
well. So you'd address it to the other staff. To the educator. Yeah. Yeah. And then they would still say it wrong yeah. to your face. Literally, like, had the conversation, like, and then, like, point two seconds later, she was like, oh, there she is. And I was like, Literally Whoa. go fuck yourself. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, get it right but once. But that's just disrespectful. That's yeah. fundamentally. So disrespectful, it's like you've yeah. not even listened yeah. to what I'm saying. And I also, I think I looked at her really funny and I remember just being like, can you not see the look on my face? Like, <laughs> look at this disgust. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, yeah. So, I don't know. I, it's definitely, it's interesting because it's definitely impacted the choices I've made. So I'm in my final semester of nursing. It's definitely impacted the choices I've made about where I've applied. Mm-hmm. So like. Love that though. Yeah. As a queer person, it's meant that um, before putting applications into hospitals, I've looked up how they deal with transgender kids. Oh, and, love that. And the medical system. And yeah. so like that shapes whether I want to work there or not, mm-hmm. which is like, you know shit in a lot of ways that that's something I have to consider before putting in an application like yeah. are you going to respect the fact that I don't identify as cis yeah exactly in like 2021 yeah yeah. so it's tough in that sense but also like I know after being in a hospital that doesn't really make an effort to accept me how important that is for me at work yeah for sure does it tend to be that the public system is more accepting or is it I think it definitely does and I think the bottom line is that the public system um has more to do with disenfranchised people and that is often LGBTQI plus um youth and Mm -hmm. that means that they experience dealing with those kids or adults more often so they've like learnt that it's something that they need to be there for this also just shows how much advertisements and you know, just posters. The yeah, the small things count. Like, it really shocked me, like, myself, how much that mattered. Like, that's all it was. They literally just had a few posters around yeah. of the LGBTQ plus flag. And, like, that's enough all of a sudden to have literally gone from, like, I reckon two weeks prior talking to my friend mm-hmm. and crying because I was like, I don't think I'll ever be able to come out at work. Like, how am I going to ever live my full self? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like, I see a flag and all of a sudden I'm like, hey! Guess what, everyone? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. No, we are so proud of you for obviously living your authentic self, and we love Thank like you. watching you and your journey. Well, you're so inspiring. Oh, Absolutely, you make me feel safe. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm glad. No, I'm yeah. I'm so proud of you, and I can't wait to see what you do. You know, in your career and sort of what yeah. you do for allyship and queer community and everything. I just, I think you're doing amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, That's I'm excited great. too. It's definitely, yeah. I mean, it's you know two years ago I was as I said not in this boat at all so it's exciting to see where I'm just like imagine two more years from now yeah oh, I don't even want to <laughs> I can't yeah. even imagine I can't even want to imagine yeah. oh my god it is it's 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 also funny to look back sometimes because two years ago I never used to be able to look into the future like I couldn't ever like it's a bit sad but I couldn't see a future for myself oh, and it really? wasn't like wasn't like that I thought I was going to be dead or that I, at that point was even suicidal or anything yeah. like that. I just, like, when I looked into the future, it was just blank. And mm-hmm. now, like, yeah. I see that's myself helpful. having a partner yeah, and maybe awesome. having kids one this. day. I used to say, like, I can't imagine myself having kids. I can't imagine yeah. the whole wedding thing. And then when yeah. you came, like, the day you came out to us um, as lesbian, you were like, I can see it now. Like, I get what you guys mean when you look at the future now. Like, I, yeah. that exists for me now and it never yeah. used to. That's so and exciting. And it's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> positive i love it we love the positive vibes oh my gosh yeah i was talking to my mom yesterday and i was telling her how um i'm going to be doing this podcast Mm. on this topic and my mom gave me and trinity well she was telling me this how she gave me and my sister um both 
femme first names and then masculine middle names but mm. she like because she wanted the essence of like both genders to um be part oh. of us so for reference you're yeah so i'm juliet shay mm-hmm. and so i think i was going to be called if i was a boy i was going to be called shay and then if because i was a girl i was called juliet mm-hmm. um but it's shay named after shay cockatoo who's the aboriginal essendon football player yeah oh that's amazing yeah, yeah. um and who my mom like she's an Essendon supporter and she just like loved him so much um and then yeah my sister's Trinity Trinity Etienne and her middle name translates to so Etienne translates to John in English oh Oh, wow and I was like wow mom you were ahead of the time yeah yeah she really thought about that wow and I like didn't even understand I was like Juliet Shea and I always just thought like that's like a femme name but I'm like now I'm like "Mm, no masculine and feminine energy oh, 100%. Inside. I've like, yeah. been reading about this it's like an energy transfer and some people need mm-hmm. to work on their femme energies and some people need to work yeah. on their masculine but it's not yeah. to do with how you present at all it's more of just like totally. the energies you have within yourself I don't know I don't know I'm not a... <laughs> <laughs> I need to read more about it but it's a thing I know it's a thing I'm not as eloquent as the books I read I know it's a thing no I love that alright we're gonna wrap it up but Jules... we're gonna wrap it up but yeah I always have like something like stupid that I want to say at the end of the podcast yeah just to bring it back Tries to reality to, like, and be my like reaction. Yeah. hey my life is a joke um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I had to like fill out this medical form um for a job application yesterday and when I was reading it I don't know if you guys are gonna even find it remotely as funny as that I was finding it like I was on the floor cracking up I was on a video what, call with someone not even laugh. yeah I know well I was on a video <laughs> call with someone and I was like crying of laughter while I was reading this and they're like it is really not funny I was like I'm putting it in my podcast notes. <laughs> like, I'm gonna say it to them um anyway so yeah the yeah so just this is what I thought I was like just hear these like questions and see if it fits better for this medical like form but and for the job application that right. I'm applying for which is like just like at a desk job right or for my new tinder bio oh, oh so we have to pick no tinder like what, what would it what would it fit better in okay. tinder bio or job application yeah, yeah. Okay. okay cool so um have you ever had any difficulty running 100 meters <laughs> Tinder. That's gonna be a Tinder question. Tinder? That I was say. not on your No, it was. It no, was. This is a desk job. Yeah. Okay. Desk job. Okay. Um, yeah, I had trouble getting to the facts. It was no. really far away. <laughs> God. The letterbox. The Tragedy. Letterbox. Sorry, um, have you ever had any difficulty sitting or standing up for two hours? <laughs> Okay, so should I just like are we all think we're all on the same page? They're I'm saying like though. Tinder, yeah. so it's like this is my questions. If this is like be the a Bumble, good bang. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this is like the Bumble prompts. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So sitting just, like betting up for fuck. two hours. Yeah. yeah, like okay. Um, have you ever had difficulty bending repeatedly? Yes. <laughs> Okay, but that's essential for sex. <laughs> or desk job. Yes, desk job, desk job. It's gotta be a joke. No, I'm fucking serious. No. Okay, have you ever had any difficulty? Repetitive movement. Yeah, of hands and arms. Hands and arms. Have you? Yeah. Um, have you ever had difficulty turning your head rapidly? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes a hot guy walks past and I can't turn my head quick enough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyways, have you ever had any difficulty hearing a normal conversation? Yes. Hard yes over here. Yeah, yeah it was slightly <laughs> deaf. 
<laughs> India is on the Australian National Hearing Registry. <laughs> um, have you ever had any difficulty crouching or kneeling? That's a sex question. That's a sex question. Sorry, I just yeah. I haven't gotten over the bending continuously. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the two hands in a simultaneous yeah. like, consistent motion. And then this is the last one. This one I kind of get maybe. Have you ever had any difficulty lifting to? Like lifting to twenty kilos. Okay, that one makes sense potentially within the context. It was of the a job. bad ending of it, but like for the rest of it, come on. I'm sorry, but also, <laughs> like, what desktop is requiring you to lift twenty kilos? That's what I was thinking. Like, like, guys, if the print is broken, I ain't fixing it. No, like, no, I, no, no. I'm so confused. <laughs> you call, you call the printer guys. And yeah, them fucking surely, come but um, not if you've got like hand movement. Juliet, yeah. I have one request. Yes. I'd like you to choose the yeah. sexiest one. Yeah. And give it to us in your most sexy tender proposition voice. Okay. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, wow, okay. The American accent. Come. Uh, hello, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Have you ever had any difficulty bending repeatedly? <laughs> <laughs> this up episode three in and out we love it india thank you so much for coming on my pleasure we are so proud of you you're so beautiful yes we are in awe so much tune in next week bye Bye, baby. baby